0: Welcome everybody and thanks for joining us on episode 25 of Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner and we're at the end of a four-part series discussing sugar inside and outside of the body. In week one, we talked about how sugar damages the gut microbiome and contributes to leaky gut syndrome and inflammation throughout the digestive tract. In week two, we talked about sugar, fructose, and how it affects the liver. Sugar can be just as damaging to the liver as alcohol and can lead to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Last week, we discussed sugar, glucose, and how it affects the brain. It can cause inflammation in the brain, leading to slowed cognitive function, mood disorders such as depression, and deficits in memory. Finally, we are wrapping up with sugar on the outside of the body, the skin. Sugar is a natural humectant, meaning it draws moisture from the environment into the skin. It's hydrating. It's used in body scrubs as an exfoliant, but should not be used on the delicate skin of the face. I don't know why anyone would waste sugar on the outside of the body when you could put it in a delicious cookie, (laughs) but it appears there may be benefits such as sugar is a natural source of glycolic acid (AHA) that generates fresher, younger looking skin. Who knew? It's actually a positive thing on the outside, whereas on the inside all it seems to be doing is causing inflammation and numbing emotions. Plus, sugar scrubs feel so fancy and luxurious, they make you feel royal. And who doesn't want to be king or queen in the shower for two minutes a couple days a week? I know I do. Join me, my lord, or my lady, who doesn't love a Game of Thrones reference, am I right? Welcome everyone to podcast number twi- oh, okay, 25, but let me start over. 25, twive. twive, we're just gonna go twive with that. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to Health Talk with Dr. Kel. I'm Nikki Sterner, and I'm here today with Dr. Kel. Hi, Nikki. And Eric Hammond. Hey. And today we're going to be talking about sugar on the outside of the body. This is the fourth part in a series on sugar and inflammation in the body. But before we get started on that, I wanted to do a quote of the day. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great by Zig Ziglar. You like Zig? Me too. Yeah, he's great. Have you listened to him a
1: lot? Oh, tons, yeah.
0: Yeah. Tell me a little bit about him.
1: So, um, I got his first, not his first book, but the first book I read, I moved into his apartment and somebody left a bunch of crap behind and he had this big red fat book and I was like, Oh, that's like a cool <gasps> book. Oh, I might keep that. It's thick. It makes me look smart. <laughs> so <laughs> I got the book. It's a read, good thing. Yeah. I read it like five years later. Uh, and I don't remember what it was called. Um, but it's the red one and I know really he only has one red book, but oh, yeah. okay. it's a good, like dictionary thick book. Wow. Like, 400 plus pages. And I had this job in college at night after school. I would go to this guy's house and I would, uh, remodel his home. Like he was building out his basement and stuff. And so on the way there, I was waiting for him to show up after work. And so I'd sit in my car and read this book and just got to know Zig and loved Mm. it. And he's huge into sales and all that. And the thing I loved is he moved to Texas and he had this redhead wife. He always talked about, oh, I think she called it like not old red, but big red or something like that was his oh, wife's yeah. name. <laughs> and they bought this house because of the pool. And the pool was shaped like an arrow. So it had like a long skinny part and then it had like an arrow at the end and it was pointed towards the house. So he, he swam towards the house and his wife loved the pool.
0: Oh so cool. He the house.
1: Anyway,
0: he I just love had some that.
1: Unique characteristics as a as an author. So
0: yeah. Very motivated. Oh, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. How about you? You don't have to be great to start. But you have to start to be great. Do you feel like you've done that in your life? Started. We're still working on it. He's, He's always thinking. been great. <laughs> we, uh,
2: no, we all start out with nothing, right? When we're born, and and then we
0: uh, yeah we slowly do slowly
2: are taught, and, and until we, you know, and and like I like to tell my kids, I'm a legend in my own mind. That's right. And so uh, That's right. As long as you think that way, someday you can become you that get way. Get there. Yeah. That's
0: right. I do feel like um, a lot of us, when we're starting something, we get intimidated because we compare ourselves to who is already great at something, or I do anyway, I don't know about you guys, but if you can like step it back and go, oh, okay, I just start just one baby step each day, you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And then eventually over time, years and years, you can get to be to the point where you feel like you're great at something, but it takes so much time and effort and you got to love it to do it, right?
2: And hence why we're doing this podcast to help motivate people to change their lives, improve their health physical fitness, and emotional state so that they can find happiness and self-fulfillment in life. Right, exactly. And so that's our purpose. Just start. Yep, just, just start. start. Somewhere. So we're talking about sugar today. Okay. More about sugar. Yes. Sugar. We love sugar. <laughs> Everybody loves sugar. Um, yum, yum, and yum. I, and I wanted to do a slight <laughs> slight recap before I do news of the day. Okay. Um, when we were talking about sugar in the past, we mentioned 25 grams of sugar and, and 80 grams of sugar in one of the previous podcasts. So it was podcast uh, 22 through... Yes,
1: today's twenty-five. Yeah, so it's a it's a blur. If we're confused, numbers you'll figure it out when
2: you look. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the point being is. uh, We wanted to add to that information. What that information was really discussing and what we've been discussing is refined sugar, carbohydrates, fats and proteins. uh, A lot of people don't understand the difference, but carbohydrates are the sugars that you put in the body, but they're complex. Complex carbohydrates are what you get from fruits and vegetables, from grains, and and, uh, the protein comes mainly from meats and fats come from from vegetables as well as uh, you get fats from from animals as well. So carbohydrates in their simplest form, if they've been broken down into the refined sugar and there's a list i got a list here about 20 of them Um, and i'm not going to read it but we'll have the article in the uh, podcast notes but just wanted to bring back to the understanding that uh, uh, actually the average person here i've got another article how much sugar do you eat you may be surprised 200 years ago the average american ate only two pounds of sugar a year and we're talking complex carbohydrates here not refined sugar however transitioning to 1970 there were we ate 123 pounds of sugar per year And at least half of that was refined sugar. Today, the average person consumes 152 pounds of sugar per year. That's equal to about three pounds per week. And you figure at least half of that is coming from refined sugar. What someone is now consuming is about, on average, 180 grams of sugar a day. Take that in comparison with uh, Atkins diet, which was originally just a, a, a diabetic diet that was created and he jumped on it and, and gave to people. And now all the ones you got out there, the keto diet and all the rest is all about low carbohydrates. And those are down starting out the first couple of weeks of just having 15 grams, no more than 15 grams of sugar for a couple of weeks. Max, when you're on the, on those plans, it's typically up to about 60 to 70 grams of total carbohydrates per day. Um, and that's including compact, Complex and simple, and of course, all those diets are having you avoid the simple sugars. So think about that. You're you're consuming way too much of the simple sugars. Now we're moving on. Any questions about that? Let me before? just
1: make a comment. So last yeah. week or two weeks ago, I wonder what it was. We talked about that that show about the guy who ate at McDonald's every single yes. meal of every day for mm-hmm. thirty days, right? So they talked about all the things that he consumed. They and they showed uh, on the state and the set when they did it. Basically, over the thirty days, he consumed a twenty-five pound bag of sugar. Yeah, it's nuts in one month. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah.
2: And that was the refined yeah. sugar. Yeah. Because the refined sugar is being put what's put into all the processed yeah. food we eat. Not the complex carbs, but the refined sugar. Yep. And that's what's so damaging to our body. News of the day. Found an article on sleep, says, poor sleep linked to dementia and early death. And I found it interesting because we're going to do a series on sleep here pretty quick in the near future. And uh, so I just wanted to touch on a few things that these articles say mm-hmm. say because it because it's very interesting how many people in our world have problems sleeping. Do you mm-hmm. any, any, either of you have problems sleeping?
1: I did. At what point in time? Yeah. I feel like I'm taking over the show here. Okay, oh, well, geez. you know, that's enough. Yeah, Let me read right. the article here. <laughs>
2: no. Let's see older see. Adult, older adults. Eric's not... in in that category yet, but not far away. Older adults who have significant difficulty falling asleep and who experience frequent night awakenings are at high risk for developing dementia or dying early from any cause a new study finds. Are you a night owl or a morning lark? Do you get up early, Nikki? I do.
0: What time? Uh, Today was, I don't know, uh, you're putting me on the spot, seven?
2: (laughs) Seven, Eric? That's early, sorry. Just
0: kidding. (laughs) For me, that's early, I guess. (laughs)
1: 4.15 every morning. (laughs) no um, i'm not one of those no i'm definitely more of a night person uh like i'm good till midnight most nights like around one i start fading but um i get up at six you i love you get s- you get four or five hours of sleep a night not typically not always it depends
2: okay eric you're on this list yeah eric. So these results contribute to existing knowledge that sleep <laughs> plays a very important role each and every night for reducing our longer term risk for natural cognitive decline and all cause causes of mortality study author rebecca robbins an instructor in medicine at harvard medical school who specialize in sleep specializes in sleep research The connection between sleep, dementia, and early death from any cause is especially worrisome, experts say, Mm. due to the sleep habits of Americans and people around the world, according to the World Sleep Society. Sleep deprivation is threatening the health of up to 45% of the world's population. Depending on our age, we are supposed to get between 7 and 10 hours of sleep each night, but 1 in 3 Americans don't get enough sleep, according to the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention. In addition, 50 million to 70 million million Americans struggle with sleep disorders, such as sleep apnea, insomnia, and restless leg syndrome, which can ruin a night's sleep. So this poor sleep nearly doubles risk of sexual dysfunction in women. So men, you want your wives to sleep? Um, <laughs> dysfunction. And they. Uh, um, so that's another problem, especially in women. So we're going to talk more about sleep in the future, but uh, if you're not sleeping, you should be concerned because it is a critical health issue as well and in the future in our different uh, podcasts we're going to discuss physical helps for sleep, emotional and nutritional, as well as environmental causes of lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those should be interesting. Look for those in the
1: future. Any, que- any kind of questions or comments about sleep? I want to hear his story,
0: yeah. But I'm okay. looking forward to that series because I think a lot of people go through cycles with sleep.
1: You'll have to tune in to episode 30 or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to hear Eric's story.
0: <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Please tell me. <laughs> might be asleep. So. <laughs> yeah. well, go ahead, it's Eric. it's a short one, share it.
1: I don't know. What story are we talking about here?
0: Um, you said you had problems. I already <laughs> forgot. You See had problems lack of sleep. Yeah. only
2: had four hours of sleep last night. I thought so you said you fixed here it. Here we go. Cog, cognitive uh, problems already occurring in Eric. Yeah. You said
0: you had a hard time sleeping
1: before. Yeah, so I started my own, and I, well, I started lots of my own businesses, but one of the businesses yeah, I started many. like 10 years ago, yeah, I was just stressed and like, we'd go to bed around like 11 and my wife would be like, out, you know, and I'd be like rolling around for like three hours, just couldn't fall asleep. So I'd get up and work till like four in the morning Ooh. and then I'd... Like, finally get tired around 4.15. And then I'd sleep till, like, 8 and start the day over. And, like, that Serious? just became normal. So, yeah.
0: Wait, were you, like, on at 8 when you woke up? Or no, were you, no, was like, groggy? Wah. But I, like,
1: had to get to it, you know? So, I'll, yeah.
2: Does anybody remember uh, Benjamin Frank- Franklin's saying
0: what did he sleep? Say? No. What did he say? Of course I remember. Early to
1: bed, early <laughs> to rise makes you oh. healthy, wealthy, and wise. Wait, yes. say it again? Early to bed, early to rise makes a man or woman healthy, wealthy, and wise.
2: And so what would you consider early to bed? What time? Nine. 10, 11.
0: Eight,
2: I would nine. say nine, nine or to 9.30. And if you're, I, I aim for eight hours of sleep a night. And so I've changed up my routine and try to actually get a little more than that because you know, you get up in the, in, at night as you get older, maybe once, once or twice a night to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and too. so you get a little disruption there. So I try to be to bed by 9.30 and get up at six. Um, and so that gives you that, that's good. That, yeah. That needed to. So the Eight and, s- and a half.
1: Slack chats at 11 o'clock at night. Who am I talking with then? Is this sleeping Dr. Kel? <laughs> oh, I, okay. Okay.
2: As we've said before, there are exceptions to the rules. Sometimes, Understood. sometimes time requires you to stay up later. Yes. And, and this is a routine I would say that I've really gotten more into over the last several weeks when I totally changed my diet up mm. and I've just continued to eat fruits and vegetables and, and, uh, and grains and, and no refined sugar whatsoever in my diet. So That's why you're so sharp. That's right. On it. On it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's a good intro into what we're talking about today. We're talking about consuming sugar.
2: Yes. A bit. Although we've been talking about consuming we sugar. Have... Now we're
1: going to talk about it on, on the outside skin. Blurry.
2: Eric, you need to sleep more. Holy cow. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. but, when no, did you go to bed I last guess... night, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> did I? <laughs> I
0: would spit at one, so <laughs> I'm not
1: So, so I sure. think a big part of that for me, though, is I loved cereal back then, like no matter what. I mean, I still love cereal. I just know not to eat it as much anymore because it has so much sugar, but around, you know, so we'd eat dinner at five or six o'clock at night, and then I'd get hungry around like 10 o'clock at night. So I'd go get a huge bowl of cereal, and I'm sure most of it had 40 plus grams of sugar into Mm -hmm. it, and that's probably like jacking me up and keeping me awake. Yeah, so. (laughs) Well, jacking
2: you up for a time, and then your body, your pancreas tends to overproduce insulin because of the refined sugar. Which then causes a low later and, yeah. a, and a mind, and, and then your mind becomes cloudy. Yeah. Hmm. Happens in kids all the time in school. Oh, because they have their morning cereal and then they go to yeah, their the morning they're school. Like, they're jazzed yeah. when they get in there. Teachers are seeing them bounce off the wall and then all of a sudden they crash. That's
1: so what you yeah. chocolate milk at lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's boost true. them again. <laughs> boost
2: them again, give them more of that refined <laughs> yeah. food. Yep. totally. Yeah. Refined sugar. So good for them. So today we're talking about <laughs> sugar on the outside of the body, totally different than sugar on the inside of the body. Chocolate milk baths. They, uh, <laughs> well, Eric's looking forward to that. It's not exactly what I was going for, but we may talk about All that right. before we're done. Um, just All wanted to share a few things uh, by the experts. Uh, e- Emily Davidson Hoyt is a contributor to this article and founder and president of Lather. So you might find her interesting. Look her up. We've got, we'll have her link on the, on the uh, podcast notes. Here she says, sugar is a natural humectant humectant excuse words. me what are those yeah humectant what is that meaning it draws moisture from the environment into the skin So when you apply products with sugar or sugar derivatives, they'll actually help hydrate your skin and keep moisture within. Secondly, sugar is a natural source of of glycolic acid, an alpha hydroxy acid that penetrates the skin and breaks down the glue that bonds skin cells, encouraging cell turnover and generating fresher, younger looking skin. Glycolic acid is typically used to treat sun-damaged and aging skin because it can be irritating to skin types. Over-the-counter products typically contain less than 10% of the concentration of glycolic acid in their formulas. So finally, she says sugar's small particles make an excellent topical exfoliant. So that's making the skin flake. Uh, and are used in a number of body scrubs to exfoliate dead skin cells and reveal the glowing, healthy-looking skin underneath, as Nikki has and, of course, Eric as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> see, small granule, small sugar granules are generally gentler than salt, which can cause microscopic tears in the skin. See, natural hermectarine properties, these scrubs, because sugar has these natural hermectarine properties, it typically doesn't skin. Sk- tear the skin on the body but we need to be very careful on the face we don't recommend sugar on the face and most of these studies I'm finding don't recommend sugar on the face because they can actually tear through the seven layers of skin on your face your skin facial skin on the skin on your face and the skin under your underarms some of this some and the skin in your groin area is some of the softest skin on your body mm-hmm. and they're more prone to tearing and what you want to do is you want to scrub off the outer layer that top seventh layer scrub it off and then the new layers underneath then you can re-moisturize you always want to re-moisturize after using a, a scrub um, we don't su- suggest sugar scrubs on the face in fact ocean bay Naturals, our sponsor, process soon should have out their sugar scrub for the body and then we'll have a facial mask both one you can put on and peel off and another one you can just put on and, and wash off um, that will have uh, actually using a a type of clay powder in there that's a really mild uh, form of scrub so that it doesn't tear the skin on the face. And there are many of them out there. They'll contain things like the glycolic acid that we've discovered and other substances. Um,
1: so real quick, I know this nice. is a little bit different, but I've seen a lot of charcoal face scrubs. Is that going to do the same thing? Charcoal
2: is pretty fine as well. Uh, not as harsh. Okay. So, man, it has charcoal has, the uh, charcoal is actually used in, in uh, things like poison yeah. um oh. uh, when people are poisoned so that it goes into the stomach and yeah. absorbs it actually tends to bond with uh, poison and other substances and so so charcoal can have some uh, bonding effect with uh, dirt and other things in your face so so that can be good too the the clays
0: also have those same types of properties so they have like a charge and then they attract the bad mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and then yeah. remove it
1: yeah, do you, yeah. Nikki you remember those charcoal masks like the people like couldn't get them off their face and, like hurt them <laughs> off. Do you remember those videos? I never did one oh, yeah. bonding yeah. to their faces yeah like yeah. my sister I did it, and she put it on. It, it was supposed to like pull off all the dead skin, and it would like hurt, like it was like ripping the skin off with her.
0: I used to soak my feet in a clay and apple cider vinegar mixture to detox out stinky
2: mm-hmm.
1: feet.
0: Yeah. yeah, not stinky, <laughs> just there other are, things for There are the foot
2: masks out there, and, and I know chiropractors <laughs> have them in their offices. Some and others in the natural healthcare field, uh, where you put your feet into the bath, and and there's there's uh, natural substances in there. the the water will turn turn color. Yeah. I've done it's really those. dirty. You've done those, yeah. and, and they
0: work. They feel so uh, good. Yeah, they really do.
2: Two of the substances that are really good of the, good for the face and for the skin is alpha hydroxy acids, and those include things like lactic and citric acid. Glycolic acid is in that category, and there's there's several of them. But well, beta beta hydroxy acid, which is salicylic acid, you know what salicylic acid is in Ooh. comes from willow bark. It's all natural source, but it's it's a uh, Part of aspirin, but it also is good as a uh, for helping to loosen the, the outer layer of the skin on the face. And so those kinds of substances are, are good in, in facial as well as uh, hmm. other skin scrubs. Uh, when you're considering and you're looking at a scrub, uh, the finest, if you're going to use any sugars, uh, brown sugar tends to be the softest. Got a little bit of molasses in there too, which I guess is okay. The uh, the white sugars, especially the some of the coarse, they can be very coarse. So one of the reasons you don't want to use them on, their, on your face. And even then, even when you have one, you want to be careful with what you put on the outside of your skin. I would test your skin with it, make sure it's not really hurting and real rough on your skin, because you want to exfoliate, that meaning removing the outer layer. But you don't want to tear the skin in the process, because if you go through all the layers, uh, then you're exposing the uh, yourself to infection, mm-hmm. and you don't want to do that. Uh, mechanical things that people often use for exfoliants. You know, you've seen those sponges from the ocean. But mild washcloths and brushes and things like that. Be very careful with what you use there because they can be so uh, rough that they can go through all the layers of the skin as well. I use so rubbing
0: harder and, and really getting it red is not always a good not thing. Not good, yeah. I'm really gentle with mine. I do it every time I yes. shower all over. Yeah, face and everything. But, yeah, you can you tell, know. like, when you go hard, it's too much. Yep. Yeah, especially on the face, right? hmm
2: so go easy, uh, and it's also recommended that you only do the scrubs once to twice a week. Do not
0: do them daily. That's how often I shower. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's why we're That's why you use our deodorant. That's Her- right. Her- deodorant Herosami works.
1: Naturals nature deodorant
2: because it, it, it allows you to only shower once That's a week. That's
0: right. Um, I just spray it all over, full <laughs> <whole> body.
2: <laughs> anyway, very funny. Let's see. Um, any comments about that? Any, any experiences? Eric, with, with
0: the. It's with, <laughs> like leaning with away scrubs. from me. <laughs> I shower every other day, to be honest. <laughs> so it's three times a week.
1: <laughs> no, as we were coming out with our sugar scrub here at Ocean Bay Naturals, uh, it's been fun to kind of test different things and making homemade concoctions. And um, yeah, it feels great on your skin. But yeah, I agree. Like, it's probably not great to be scrubbing all your skin off every single time you get in the shower if you shower every day. Sorry. If you Nikki. shower twice a day, <laughs> if you don't twice do that. A day. <laughs> My wife always teases me because I shower.
2: Well, and, the, and another thing people need to do when they do the scrubs, following the scrubs, you always need to add on a moisturizer. So, for instance, in our scrub, we put in natural moisturizer with it, so it's scrubbing it off and adding moisture back in during, during, the, during the, uh, the whole process. So, as a recap to our discussion here on using uh, sugar on the face, you want to be careful with using it on, on the skin, I mean. You want to be careful with using it on the face, okay to use on the skin, Um, use milder things on the face, don't go through the skin. Don't break the skin. Look for, read the ingredients when you're using a scrub. Make sure they're all natural. There's all kinds of junk, all kinds of poisonous things out there on your skin. Uh, so read the ingredients. That's the biggest thing you can do. And do it once or twice a week.
1: We didn't, we didn't talk about feet, too. They're pretty tough. They can handle. Feet
2: are tough. They could use a rougher scrub. Yes, okay. especially on the hills where people get buildup on the hills. Oh, so that's a good manner. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, because Cause I've point. seen those
1: like scrub brush things that you use to file yeah. off all the tough stuff. Oh, yeah, the calluses and, yeah. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's great.
0: I've never thought about using sugar on the outside of the body. That's so cool. Yeah. I it's like actually that. good
2: for the skin because it, it's a, moisturizer. Yeah, it it's brings a moisture, moisture in. It's natural moisture in. Yeah. I wouldn't put it on and leave it on, but putting oh, yeah. it on and scrubbing it off is...
0: I would be like like wearing yeah, diamonds all over my face. would yeah. <laughs> yeah. just so glowing. People who
2: are addicted, they'll start licking their I arms would. and legs. You're like, oh, mm, yeah. this is a good little okay.
0: snack. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> is that too much? Very good.
1: <laughs> this is an odd one.
0: I must be hungry. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much for sharing that. I never thought about sugar on the outside of the body, but I know, Eric, you had done sugar scrubs in the past, and you really liked them. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's a new product that Ocean Bay Naturals is bringing. I'm so excited to try it out because I love exfoliating my skin. Like I said, every time I shower once a week, you know, it's awesome. (laughs) It just (laughs) really gets that.
2: And you're only supposed to do it once a week, so it works out with
0: your shower time. so good, yeah. (laughs) I just wash my hair in the sink, you know. You've taken on the (laughs) European that's right yeah sometimes i grow out my armpit hairs too so <laughs> okay. i really am we're i feel french there. okay i should learn how to speak okay french. <laughs> time to close this episode. <laughs> i don't want to end <laughs> all right well if you learned something today which i'm sure you did Before. please share this with your friends and family and you can follow us on basically anywhere you listen to podcasts anything to add guys
2: nope we're good Thanks All for right. listening. Well, yeah, they, thanks. Uh, and, and go back. And if this is the first one you listen to on sugar, go back and listen to the last three.
0: Yeah, this is the end of a four-part series on sugar, so please go back and listen. You'll be, you'll want to know what it does it, inside. It, it really <laughs>
2: matters to your health, your emotions, your mind, and your happiness and relationships.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week, and <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye,
1: guys. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double-check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog, and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts podcasts and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if health talk with dr kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed the health talk with dr kell podcast is a production of the orange stack with executive producers dr kell fullerton and eric hammond and host nikki sterling